But I pushed up and more away. I took the car, stay there. And there's nothing I can change. So when I'm by myself. Hi, and welcome to No Longer Apart. Hosted by Grim Driver, Season 2, Episode 9. Uh, that song was by Dax, and it is called Depression. How is everyone doing today? I hope you survived Thanksgiving. Uh, some of my audio equipment did not. Um, it's been pretty hectic the last couple of weeks. Uh, my sound card blew out the night before Thanksgiving. So I'm a little slowed down on the progress forward with the podcast. Uh, I've got to work around a new sound card, but a bunch of EMI. Uh, I've been spending most of the day with aluminum foil in the car trying to build mini Faraday cages to figure out where this squeal is coming from. It only seems to happen now while I am driving forward. <laughs> because this morning when I was parked, fucking around with all this stuff, uh, it worked. Uh, I figure I just need to get like a shielded cable between the recorder and the sound card um, because I put aluminum foil on there, seemed to fix the problem. Put aluminum foil on the power cord, seemed to fix the problem. Three hours later, go to record somebody. This squelch is so squeal, whatever it is, is so loud it dominates the recording. It's not even usable. Uh, but the next episode has already been started. And uh, I'm back up and running again. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm not going to say once a week anymore or twice a week. Uh, the episodes will come out as, as often and as quickly and as plentiful as the conversations happen. So, uh, podcast is still growing. Uh, even though I have not been recording, I've been working on behind the scenes. I've been working on uh, advertising, as I always do. Uh, making new relationships and connections, and um, trying to figure out the next step. Uh, there's going to be some new segments coming up. I'm not exactly sure on the execution 100%, uh, but there'll be something called the Midnight Meat Train, uh, like the movie, uh, with far less death. Uh, it'll be M-E-E-T. And I will be setting up a mini podcast-looking cardy thing I'm working on right now in a train car in the middle of the night, probably midnight, and see what happens, see, see what we can get. Uh, and then there will be uh, two pints and a blunt. <laughs> that will be fun. Uh, there's a pub not too far away from my house that has Guinness, and I will get a friend or two together, and we will go down that path. Uh, also, uh, planning, it, it probably won't happen in, in the winter, probably in the spring. Um, the working name right now is Mom and Pop, uh, set up outside bodegas around the city in all five boroughs uh, with a bunch of different people and see who we could pull into the conversation. Trying to diversify uh, the content a little bit. And, you know, I don't know how long I'm really driving Uber and Lyft. Uh, it has a one-year... Uh, definite lifespan going forward uh, because of the congestion pricing I over mentioned. Um, so I, I don't want the podcast to necessarily die when I'm not driving 16 hours a day. Uh, so I'm looking to expand and, and I'm hoping these things give better exposure overall. It might add 
something that I didn't know was missing in the podcast. It's not like I know what I'm doing. So uh, all that will be coming soon. I would like to thank uh, all the guests. I would like to thank all our returning listeners. We have returning listeners. I, I see the numbers clicking up all the time. People are listening. Uh, the growth is at least double what I had even projected in my wildest dreams. Uh, but I need everybody's help out there. Um, if, if everybody that listens to this can please share it to five of the people. You can access the reels I use for advertising uh, from my social media. Uh, on Facebook, it's uh, Grim Driver. On Instagram, it's no longer a part with a little bottom line doohickey, you know, the bottom line thing. Um, on TikTok, it's um, Grim Driver. Uh, if I've said any of that wrong, tried Grim Driver or no longer a part in any way, shape, or form, and you should find me. Uh, or or just, just uh, go to Spotify or wherever you listen to this from and get one of those share things and text it and email it. If you hate the show, let other people know that hate the show to not listen to the show. No, that's not the way it should work. Okay, well, have if you hate the show, then get other people that might not like the show to listen to it so they could hate it also. Look, we're looking for all types. Um, I'm looking for somebody to disagree with me. <laughs> I'm looking for somebody to not like the show. Uh, that's okay. Um, you know, I mean, ultimately... If no one dislikes it, I'm doing something right. Um, so, let's see. Let's look at these analytics real quick. I wanted to share it with everybody because I think it's pretty insane. Uh, according to Spotify, uh, this past year, which is the first year of the podcast, I created 3,015 minutes of content. And according to them, that's more than 95% of everybody else in my category thinking I might be in the wrong category or I am producing way too much stuff to listen to. It's going to be way more this year because we're going to have more time and more things coming up. Um, so as far as who's listening, it's the different countries that blow my mind, right? So United States is 90%, you know, here. Saudi Arabia is still holding strong at 5%. Costa Rica just joined us. Um, United Kingdom, Algeria, Egypt, India, Mexico, Canada, Sweden, Thailand, Lithuania, and Pakistan. You know, there's a whole bunch of new ones in there. <laughs> I looked the other day, and, 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 and I don't think there was Pakistan the other day. Hello to everybody, um, wherever you are. Um, if you'd like to say something, if you'd like to share, if you'd like to be part of this in some way... Uh, you could send me a file, you could send me a video, you could send me a Dropbox type of thingy. Uh, my email is no longer a part, nyc at gmail.com. I welcome emails of any sort. And I will probably almost 100% read it on the next episode. Uh, I'm also working on um, like a little poetry thing. Um, Basically, the other day, between texts, a whole bunch of life happened. So there's an old saying that, you know, life is what happens while making plans. You know, it's always been very relevant and uh, very true. And I came up with the thought that, 
you know, perhaps these days life happens between texts. You know, I, I don't really sit still. I'm always running around like mad. And in the few minutes between texts, I could have covered a bunch of ground and already been at the next job, already changed my direction. Um, so does life happen between texts? So I, I, I got a little poem and, and uh, my friend Taj, who's a, a great musician, and lyricist, uh, I gave him what I wrote, and I gave it to my daughter also, and um, I'm going to let that stew again to the next episode, and put it up, and see if anybody can add to it, or revamp it, or evolve it, um, just for some fun. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Maybe we'll just start that now. Yeah, having you wait for next one, when I'm going to call the episode Life is What Happens Between Texts, wouldn't make no sense. So what I wrote was, apparently, life is what happens between texts. And, and now, when I rewrite that, there's going to be a space between each of the letters and texts. Uh, my next line is, not unlike a shark, compelled to dart text to text for fear of drowning. So, like... You know, it, it's very basic thought and, and not really a poem or anything, but, but it's a direction and, and I've already, I have another draft somewhere else, but that was my original one. So I sent that out to Taj and today, uh, not al along with, you know, not, <laughs> along also with his new song, which is fucking amazing. I can't wait till I can share these with you. Uh, we're going to be speaking to him soon. Um, it, it's just been... Um, you know, scheduling and, and, and both of us running around like that. Uh, but, you know, he responds back, um, you know, with a little bit. And, and it was great. But, you know, he wanted some more context. So that's the one I'm going to read to you now. See, if you text me shit or, or, or email me shit, I'm probably going to read it out on the, uh, on the podcast. Here we go. Let's see. So this is from Taj. Life happens between texts. Nowadays, even sex. They'd rather flicks than getting neck, even can get a check. Three dots, you thinking of a reaction still on the spot? Waiting on your reply in my feels? Tell me what's real. Tell me what's really real. These quick letters. Sorry, I'm taking a pose there because I just changed how this was looking to me. Let's find that. Sorry. No. Not really good at this. <laughs> uh, feels. Tell me what's real, real. These quick letters or when we're together, maybe it's better. If we stayed off the phone for forever, but I need chit cheddar, so I can't afford to see you all the time, maybe that's why life stays occurring between these lines time after time. You shoot me a text and I want to reply. I don't know why. I try, but feel alone inside. Don't want to respond. It's not that I don't got the time. Sometimes I got to disconnect or I'll lose my mind. I just had a couple letters. Taj is... I need him to read this to you. When, when he comes on, I'm going to have him read this to you. Because I don't think I give it any credit. And I'm trying to read it while doing other stuff. So, I am looking for anybody out there to take or evolve... Just that very simple thought 
is life happens between texts. And, and, and what does it bring up in you? Just a little bit of, you know, homework. <laughs> um, so I've recently had the opportunity to live out a dream, which was hanging out with my teenage daughter. And while we were doing, you know, some videos and just walking and talking, we started working on a poem together. And, and really, I, my, the 16-year-old me was so happy to be doing a poem with my 16-year-old. And it was really special. And, and we both worked on it together. And, and she's becoming quite an amazing writer and poet. I'm very old and rusty. Um, but it was really fun. And I thought that was something to, to bring forth. And, and I think I'm going to bring it up in um, you know, some of the things coming up uh, as a subject Life is what happens between texts. Or apparently it is. Well, I guess that's good enough of my rambling uh, this time. I hope to be bringing everybody um, a continuous improvement of the content and exciting things coming ahead. If you're on my social media and you see these little videos having to do with the blues, my uh, social media expert, my 60-year-old, had given me a heads up that the balloons is the new thing. And she was two weeks ahead of TikTok um, giving me a flags up saying that's a trend. So, I mean, pretty fucking good. But I've been making these little short stories on the backdrop of the city using, like, little stickery type of cartoon characters. And, and maybe go check those out. They're on all my different social medias. And uh, what you're supposed to do is watch these videos and the characters help you find or get the balloons and then you can spend them. You gotta keep track of it yourself. It's like a text adventure. Um, but they're pretty cool and there's many different ones out there. And, and they're basically to like just a couple of songs that to me reminded me of like Animal Crossings. Uh, but that's that's been going pretty good. It's brought a lot of new TikTok um, viewers, uh, followers to me, uh, and uh, it's been pretty fun. I think I'm going to do uh, more of them just because I enjoyed it so much. I hope you're all well. I think that's enough of me ranting, and I probably just said that again. It's been a long day. A lot of traffic. And um, the next episode, uh, pretty much recorded, and uh, I hope to have some extra stuff added to that. And uh, hopefully in a week, I will see you again. So please share. Thank you very much. And see you all soon. You saw the blinkers going like that. I have uh, candy if you like, the cell phone charger's back there if you need, and you have a chance of winning prizes on the tablet. Oh, wow. This is really nice. We have a chance to win prizes? 
Yeah, you play the games on the tablet. Oh, cool. I want to play. Why can't I play? I want to play. I'm on this side. Let's see. Let's see if we can. I want you to play. And you play. Hey, wait, hold on. Thank you. Do these have drugs in them? What is what? what? <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry about him. I'm sorry about him. I just don't care. Oh my. <laughs> they just came from five below over there. <laughs> drugs they're not just giving it away okay because drugs are expensive <laughs> wow thank you it's good to be safe <laughs> that, well, that that's that's good it's, it's good advice for when you're older hey what is in that <laughs> that's that's your laugh for the day <laughs> no we have high shoes at home, I see. Do you? Yes, we wow, do. Wow, kid. <laughs> okay, picture classic trivia. Wolverine, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? No. You don't know? I think it might be. Oh! <laughs> Any number multiplied by zero equals zero. Oh, good. That's easy. We all finally got one. What color was Prince? Purple. Pink. Good. Purple. Perrier. Um, I, I didn't know. Was it France? Is it Belgium? I don't know. Oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, 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 Iron Man. Okay. Yes. No need to scream. No need to scream. Oh, Octopus. Oh, that's good. Mm. Which of the following words is not a part of Oh. I got two questions. Three questions. Oh, we're too slow. We gotta move fast. I mean, we got all our stuff right. We gotta move fast. Mm. So, score 10. So, I'm afraid you This is a very cool vehicle, sir. Yes. <laughs> How do you like driving it? It's like driving a space jet fighter and everybody else is in a horse and carriage. <laughs> well, what's that? Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Which thing? That huge screen. That's the car. I mean, crazy. If only they had a larger one than this. <laughs> Oh, that was not me. <laughs> that wasn't you? You sure? <laughs> yes! He's doing it. <laughs> but, you know, the probability is when we hear that sound that it's you. But this yes. time, no. <laughs> it's actually not. Okay. No. That's 
This is the last one. This is the last one. The ones you were so concerned I tried to do. Okay. <laughs> oh the last one for me, please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Is it white? Why? You want to go to Mars? Mars? Oh, toucan. Yeah, now we're driving on Mars. Look at that. What? It's like we're on Mars. Oh, we could. Wait, really? What? Yeah, right there. That's how it looks like we're on Mars. We're on Mars. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm going to go on Mars. Can you see now? You're on Mars. Tennessee. Are you? I'm going to uh, I say three. Are we on Mars? Um, how did we get to Mars? <laughs> I yeah. pressed the button. We are in the we're in the space. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, we'll no. go back. Wait, this is it. Wait, this is a spaceship. Uh, she's. <laughs> Who's this? Stop, doctor. What? Royal doll. Oh, nah. really in a snip this morning. <laughs> it's a beautiful fall day. What is yes. the issue? I can see why you have five stars. <laughs> you could even be on a podcast. How long is the podcast? What, what do you mean? How long is it? Like, you could be on it. You could be on it for the duration of this trip. Sure. Mm -hmm. I hope my child doesn't accuse us of having drugs in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to use that part actually. Yes. Like, that was that was just genius. Yes. I loved it. Yes, please. That, that whole part was just—it's anonymous. No one knows who you are. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's do the podcast. My name is Grim Driver, and the podcast is. No longer apart. Uh, it's basically an open platform for people to share whatever they like. Uh, musicians share music. If you're working on any projects, um, anything that matters most to you, we could talk about. Okay. Um, what matters most to me is I just quit my job, part of the great resignation, and I'm changing gears from administration to being a doula. So, I'm really nervous and scared with this whole recession business, but there's got to be a better way than corporate America. Right it, on. It's um, it's it's scary making a leap. Mm -hmm. uh, exhilarating too. It is, it is because I've never done anything like this before. Always stayed the very safe path, but. You know, it wasn't fulfilling me, and I want to show my kids that, you know, sometimes you got to take a chance. You're not going to, you can't really succeed unless you make a break and do something special for yourself. So I want to show them that. Like, don't be, be afraid, but do it anyway. <laughs> I make sure I tell my kids, because people think that I'm pretty fearless. And I'm not, I'm like screaming inside. <laughs> For some reason, this doesn't come out. I get it. And, and I, I make sure I tell my kids, like, you know, 
hey, yeah, no, this is scary. Like, I'm scared too. And, you know, it's it's good that you show them that to be human. Yeah. And know that, guess what? Grown-ups are scared too. We don't know what we're doing either. Actually, <laughs> this is our first go-round <laughs> at life. <laughs> we're just like this no, much further ahead than you. Actually, it's your second. It, it, it really yeah. is a second. Wait, really is a rock, paper, scissors, okay? Rock, paper, scissors for what, though? <laughs> okay. What are, we, what, what are you trying to win, though? To my, my mind. Your mind? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Tell the people how old you are. Just so they know you're not completely insane. How old are you? I'm eight. I'm almost nine. You're almost nine. And we're playing for your mind? Yes. Okay, let's How go. much is that worth? Rock, paper, scissors, scissors, shoe. Um, okay, yep, you're on your second life. I'm on my second yes, life? Yes, rock, paper. Paper is the second choice. It means you're on your second life. If you do it first. Are we just making up our own rules <laughs> to rock, paper, scissors? Because I've never played that for my life or anyone's mind. But when you're eight, you can just do that. I guess so. It's yeah. just wonderful. That's just what he came up with. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now, perhaps, after doing that a few times, he figures out that's not quite the thing to do. That may be. Because, I mean, that's really high stakes for a really simple game. He's funny, though. We made, <laughs> we made another version of Rock, Paper, Scissors. Oh, look. Oh. Mike. No, no, no. Yeah. no you're just, you can sit and they can pick up your voice. Yeah. Testing one, two, and three. Got it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You did it. I see it. See the little lights over here flashing? Yes. That means it hears mm -hmm. you. It hears you. Hello. But what happens if when it hears you? It then talks to the little, well, the microphone, there's two of them, goes into this, and then that shoots it out to a um, little recorder. That's pretty good. And then I put the recorder into the phone after after we're done, and then it gets put into, um, like, the, the lab where the podcast sits until I'm ready to put it out there. That's pretty good. So this is something that really is important to me. So I've been waiting... Thousands of days just to get a just to get a Lamborghini. Oh. <laughs> and I want and I don't want to wait anymore. So, so like a real Lamborghini? Yes. Like, I know. So, so I'm still waiting. Exactly. I, I might need more waiting. than a thousand days. I know. I know. To, I know no, I but I still want one. Most, I, most of us are still waiting thousands of days for our first Lamborghini. I know. Does that, know. Does that make it better for you? I know how you're feeling. I know, but I, but then I just wanted a sports car, and I can't make up my mind, and it hurts my brain. Well, do they still have Matchbox cars? Yes. What are those? Like the like the Hot Wheels. Oh, nice. You can get a Hot Wheels Lamborghini. I, I think you could probably get that by Christmas. You can get a Hot Wheels car. A real Hot Wheels car that you can drive, and it actually looks like a real Hot Wheels car, and it costs $500. Yeah, yeah, no, I was talking about the one that costs like five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> more our speed. More our speed. Nope, I'm I think it's everybody's speed. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know that you really wanted this Lamborghini. That, that's news. Unspeakable has a Lamborghini. Who's unspeakable? YouTuber? Oh. <laughs> this is why we can't watch YouTube because uh, it gives you all kinds of ideas that you gotta have a Lamborghini. It's creative oh. ideas. It helps, getting like, a random, uh, it helps you make. Yes. Guess what? Spell Lamborghini. 
Well, <laughs> hey, I got seven this time. That's good. Mm-hmm. E-R. Mm, not quite. Let's work on spelling a Lamborghini, and we will get you a version of a Lamborghini. That's How not a bad spark? deal. That's not a bad deal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't, uh, don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Google how to spell it. Yes. You can get what you can spell. Yes. A That's... version of it. <laughs> One that'll fit in the house. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dad doesn't drive a Lamborghini, so how do you figure you're going to get wide? Well, you with know how you get a Lamborghini? <laughs> yeah, you, win you, a lottery. Go to college or something. Well, you got start practicing your math and start practicing your reading. And just getting those really, really, really good can do amazing things. I love, I love reading on my own. You could oh, get a question. You could get a how scholarship. How much do you think a Lamborghini costs? Hmm. Two, $299 per month. Uh, okay, oh. but for like... <laughs> The rest of your life. Like, yeah, like how many months do you think that, you know, you're going to pay? Well, for how many it? months are in a year? Let's start Whoa. with that. Oh, okay, 12. Okay. So, how many years do you think you have to pay that for? Um, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> See, that's I'm going to go to fifth grade for that. That's where the math part comes in <laughs> to figure out how much you need <laughs> and how many months. The insurance is not killing Oh, yes. Uh, well, first off, anything that's, you know, yeah. that's, you know, a whole bunch of money. You can have it, but you can't have it drive it. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not in the city. Definitely not in the city. Uh, people's favorite sport is bumper bumping. So. <laughs> bumper bumping. You know, when they like to get out of the parking space and they love to bump people's cars to get out. So, you don't want that for your precious Lamborghini. Uh, you gotta kind of like wait until you have money for a garage. But then I want a sports car even more. Oh, well. I beat my But I didn't want a sports car even more, so it's just gonna be a decoy. Are you guys ready for a hard question? Yes. Okay. What do you think your mom would want for Christmas? Uh. Uh, mm, that's a hard uh, one. <laughs> it doesn't have to be expensive. It could be something you make. What do you think that your mom would want? You know, in her new adventure or or any of that. In art and in art and in art in crafts place. Um, for her, her in her in arts and crafts place. Um, that's a good one. How about? More season of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's what you would want. A <laughs> uh, uh, more season of the original the one. Of what about the Cosby Show? This, those are things that you. Uh, want what to do. about you? You but, like the Cosby but, Show? But I don't want that for Christmas. <laughs> um, that's. Um, I'll buy you a DVD uh, of ER. It's streaming on <laughs> HBO Max. I can watch it any day. Yeah, 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 guys, I'm sorry. Like that's like if we were in the '90s, that would be something you could do. Yeah, like I, I, yeah. I don't need that. No, but the arts and crafts. What do you want? Like, like to bring mom to the store, arts, or to have her own place to do arts and crafts? That's what I said. A place. A, a place for mom to do her her arts and crafts in. Yes. Oh, that's okay. what I said. That's what I would love. I would love that. Um, turn the play area into that. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you all and we'll clean up. When you go to and college. We'll clean up. <laughs> and you'll clean up? 
Yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay, now that's the present. We have that recorded. <laughs> we have it right here. What is it? it today is November 12th, 2022. That's... Yes, we're going to the Black Panther movie. Oh, wow. Wakanda Forever. Amazing. Wakanda Forever. It's yep. really good that you're going to go see it in the movie theater, too. And for Halloween, Noah was Killmonger. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was you think you're going to like this movie as much as the first one? Yes. Yes, but I didn't really see the whole thing, but I kind of <laughs> saw the no. whole thing. We watched it like three times. No. <laughs> How yeah. did you not see the whole thing? They go from that big to 21 real quick. <laughs> so... Uh, everything it's just amazing Any, anything that could come out of a kid's mouth i love it just it's just it's a gem it's <laughs> amazing i change the way i speak to fit the things they make up yeah and this one in the car over here yeah he's he's he is he's my cuddly cactus person <laughs> for the first six months of life i didn't know if he wanted to hug me or punch me in the face <laughs> but luckily I think he wants the hugs. Yeah. You were a Sour Patch Kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's always got something rattling around in his brain. Yes. My most Pranks. weird question is, Pranks. do you know what I was thinking of? And I'm like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't no. want to know. But then I need to know, just in case. Have you taken any actions on what you were thinking? <laughs> yeah. I, it's like I realized, no, I actually need to know what you were thinking about <laughs> doing because it could be an issue. Amazing. You tr- uh, trust me, when you live with him, I, I've wondered what's inside his brain and for you know years. <laughs> well, you have, you have I, the rest of your life to figure it out. Uh, uh, the best way I can try and explain what it might be like is Spongebob's brain. Uh, Spongebob's brain? <laughs> yes. Spongebob's brain. You're so lucky that to be well, living with Spongebob. Life if, if, you saw, if you saw blackness, because there's blackness in my brain right here. Oh, my and God. At a small part, there is blackness. <laughs> and dark. Oh, and there's nothing. There's a small part. Like, what is like? A small country, country that's over here, and it's complete scariness. Done. You're amazing. A very small amazing. Like, yes, family. Scariness. Thank you very much. Complete scariness. Are you, are you frightened yet? You want to Thank you, bro. Oh shit. Oh, you need a pen. I'm my, my bad. <laughs> eight nine eight nine. My bad. That's okay. I got candy if you like. The cell phone charger back there. If you need, get a cell phone charger. I appreciate you. You got the karaoke going on in here? Good if you want. I uh, have a I'm podcast. I'm messing. I'm messing with you. Man. Oh, some people do. Amen. Nice setup. <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast. Oh, they do the podcast again. Yeah. That's what's up. That's different. Yeah, I'm apparently the guy with the podcast. That's what's up. I'm always up for new stuff people don't do. First time I ever heard of that, but that's cool. 
I live just a couple blocks away. Uh, I've been putting these on all the city bikes to advertise. Okay. Sticker. That's what's up. Just interviewed some documentary filmmaker from fuck Denmark yesterday. Is this the one that drives itself? Uh, I can only do highways this one. Oh, uh, it drives itself on the highway? Yeah. This is an old one. The new one drives itself on the street? I, I assume so, yeah. I think it's supposed to. This no. one doesn't know what, like, street lights and stop signs are. Oh. So the new ones I know can see that shit. Yeah. This one just knows where the cars are at and shit like that. Yeah, people, cars, stay in the lane. Turn corner, you know, like just follow the road. Shit, they're making people lazy as hell with this shit, right? What is it? Soon you ain't gonna even you ain't gonna be even need to drive your own car when the drive itself. Yeah, we'll definitely see it. I say another ten years is over. Cars, all cars will probably be driving itself. I think 10 years from now will be the, the, the beginning of the death. The beginning? Yeah, the, in 10 years. Yeah, because within the next 10 years, I know it's going to happen. But in 10 years, there's no way all the fucking cars will be able to do it. Yeah. It's going to take cars will be doing it. Right, right. It'll, it'll start. It'll be happening. Yeah. Maybe in 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 20 years, there won't be any more gas cars. No, definitely not. In 10 years, there'll still be gas cars, but they probably won't be making any new ones. Mm -hmm. So if you got one, then yeah, you're good. That's right. So definitely by 20 years, everything will be electric, everything will be driving itself. Exactly. I will be 65, and I won't give a fuck. Exactly. Well, I'll, I'll be fucking 51. <laughs> so then you're still going to have to give a fuck a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like working at this time. It's fucking quiet out. Yep. I just started on my first ride in the morning. I just got off. <laughs> well, you, you still had some busy. No, I work, I do, um, I work on a garbage truck. Oh, okay. I a garbage. So you just did a couple hours and now you're done? No, but I've been working since 7. Oh, okay. About 10 hours, 9 hours. Yeah, so you still had to deal with some of the people being awake yeah, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, once it gets 12 o'clock, in the areas I work in, it's quiet early. Right. I work in, like, fucking Queens and quiet areas in Queens and a whole bunch of residential areas. Gotcha. Yeah, so, like, I, I this is, I, I get to enjoy the next couple of hours on the road all by myself. Exactly, before it gets crazy, hectic. Yeah. I find that like, I've, again, like many other times in my life, I live an opposite schedule than everybody else. I would say that too. Because Some, sometimes I start at 10, so I'm getting home at 6, everyone's fucking asleep. Right. I want to go in and fucking make noise, you know? Because, <laughs> you know, when you get on work, you just can't go in and just... Right. I'm, you know, it's like fucking 3 o'clock in the afternoon to me right now. <laughs> right, yeah, right. You know? Yeah, no, it's, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon to you. I get exactly. it. I totally understand what you're it's talking like about. like when you get off work, it's like... You know, 
that's when you get all the energy. What I like to do on the weekends is I'll, I'll work like from one o'clock in the morning to like 7 a.m. And if I made enough money, I go home, I sleep like two hours, and then I have the whole fucking day. To yourself. Yeah, it's just, so like, you know, I get a little nap. I think that's the only good thing about doing like Uber and shit. You set your own schedule. So it's like, ah, oh, God, I ain't doing shit today. You know what I'm going to work. You know, you can work when you want to work. Right. Yeah, but it's like having a small business and you always have to. Yeah, you can fuck off when you want to, but yeah. there's consequences. Exactly. Like that, like that. That's the consequence. Right. <laughs> Can I afford to fuck off today? Exactly. Now, if you made fucking 400 bucks in one day, that's different. That's my minimum. That's how, that's how much you do on a day? That's that's the minimum I need to make every day. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. If I couldn't make that, I wouldn't be doing it. Exactly. But you definitely could. That's the thing. That's the thing, you definitely could. For a little while longer, by this time next year, it's going to be a problem. The city's going to start that whole uh, congestion price and shit. Oh, yeah, but the fucking tolls, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy a car in the next few months, but... I was thinking about, like, tolls? Like, on bridges that's paid for already? No, 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 it's going to be... They're going to charge you to get into Manhattan. It's fucked up. But bridges that... um. Tax dollars pay for it. No, but it's not. You're not gonna get charged on the bridge. You're getting charged on the street. Oh, I get. You're not getting charged to use the bridge. The bridge is still free. So you're getting charged to to be on Manhattan Island. Oh. You gotta buy a ticket to ride now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Especially if you drop. So basically, if you drop, only if you drop. Correct. Okay. Everybody that drives, every type of vehicle. You gotta buy a ticket. To get entrance into the great land of Manhattan. So, uh, what's the price on that? Like ten bucks? Nine to twenty-five dollars. Nine to twenty-five dollars to drive the Manhattan. Oh, no, I'm taking the train. And uh, well, that's the point. And then, like, commercial vehicles will be like twenty-five to eighty-five. And you know what's crazy about that? Because all the fucking deliveries go to Manhattan. Yeah. So the people that's coming from these warehouses in Long Island City, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. all these other places that have to go to Manhattan to deliver. Oh my god. All the prices are gonna go up like fucking crazy in Manhattan. Yep. yep. Now fucking a fucking ice cream is gonna be forty dollars. Right. It's but that's so That's what I said. You gotta work six I work six days a week. You gotta work six days a week to even fucking try to make it by. Six days is a good week to me. Like I hate working seven. Only day I take off a Saturday. Do I get drunk and fucking party and (laughs) that's the only day. The rest of the week I'm at work. Spending time with my kid. Oh, that's good. First person you can spend time with. Yeah, but it's not much time I can spend with him at fucking four o'clock and my baby mom would curse me the hell out. <laughs> Why did you wake him up? You know? No, I know. It's horrible, dude. It's sorry. I'm going to go in there and scare the fuck out of them right now. <laughs> you're walking there with McDonald's, you're going to wake him the fuck up. And yeah, as long as he smells it, right? <laughs> yeah, they smell it. I'm on the left side further. It's the only thing I like. So, have to head home first and turn around and head right back out. <laughs> well, it's very exciting to hear that you're actually going to a movie theater. Yeah, you know, my husband works for IMAX, so we get to go to a lot of their premieres. And um, I really enjoy it. I missed it. It's nice. I like movie theaters. I do, too. The imperfections of it and, and what is right. And the collective <laughs> experience of it all. 
it's just, it's so different than being holed up in your house and watching a movie. Absolutely. It's so much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's it's not, I don't, I mean, there's quite a few movies I'll watch from home because it doesn't really matter. Right. But there's certain ones that are just epic that it, you're not going to catch it at home. I don't care what right. you have at home. It's not the same thing. Yeah. That's so true. And we've been into a lot of horror lately because that's been what's really out there a lot. And um, it's not the same thing without an audience jumping and screaming. And, you know, you... you get the gist of it, but not the visceral feeling of it. Well, I think the... Because to me, a movie theater is not always perfectly comfortable. It's not a controlled yeah. environment that I can control to make exactly the way that I want. That's true. So that that extra level of it not being perfect adds to it. That's I, true. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. sticky floor sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the people throwing pop, you know, just all the things that make it undesirable are very important to the right. experience. Yes. My my point will always be Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, you know, I would, when you said throwing popcorn, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I used to go every Friday night when I was young. I used to sneak out of my house in Brooklyn and come all the way out here and meet a whole bunch of strange gay men and go to it. Oh, wow. At like 14. <laughs> I was the token straight kid. <laughs> oh, <fun>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a group of, in my high school, and we would go. But yeah, but, you can't. I can't watch Rocky Horror on TV. What is? I can't. I don't, it's I, not the same. It's thing. not the same thing at all. No, I mean I can get up and sing along, which I enjoy doing, but it's just not the same thing. No, it's it it, and and has it? I got to look it up. Because my daughter's old enough to bring her now. But, like, I don't know if it's started up again. I don't know. Because it used to be on the east side, the lower east side, I remember the theater. Yeah. Um, but, but that, you know, I remember it came and went, came and went many times. But I don't I don't know if it's rebooted again since, you know, the COVID, pandemic. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I wonder I if it's even carried so. over. It would be nice if it did. Well, those things always need, like, another young generation to pick up on it. That's the thing. Um, I tried to introduce my son to it, and he may have been a tad too young, and he didn't make it all the way through it. So I'm not sure if it's generational or he was just too young, but I bring it up now, and he's 20 now, and he's like, nope. Mm-mm, not gonna watch it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Well, again, like I would never. If I don't have the opportunity to bring my daughter to see it live, I won't show her on TV. Right. Because it it doesn't. It's not. If I was introduced to it on television, yeah, I probably would have never wanted had any interest in it. I saw it when it first came out in the movie theaters. And I saw it with a friend, and we were, like, the only two people there without a raincoat. <laughs> I mean, people were there for the wrong reasons. They thought it was going to be much more than it was. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had the soundtrack from the play, from the Roxy, and I grew up listening to that. So, 
it was fun to see it on film and hear the music, but it wasn't the same as when I started dressing up and going and right. doing all the the things that you do. Yeah, where's your neck? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the man has no neck. What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, so, but that's the thing is it, it, you need that communal experience. It, I equate it to be like if you go to church, which I don't do, but if you go to church... And yeah. there's the old ladies in the front two pews. Yeah. If they're not there, nobody else in the church knows what to do. <laughs> the priest is watching them to know what's going to happen next. That's true. So, that is very true. So it's the same thing with Rocky Horror. You need you need some grizzled people that just know way too much about it. Right. To guide you through it. Because you yes. just don't remember all of it. Yeah. Although I think at this point in my life, I know every bit of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics and yeah, well, I definitely have all the beats stuck in my head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. You know, I don't think anything else has ever come close to that. It's its own special thing. It, it is its own special thing. I don't think anything else has come close to it. Um, well, I know, like during my son's time, like he's twenty-one, they had like High School Musical and stuff like that. Right. They tried to kind of steal some of what worked from that for those types of things. Yeah. But Rocky Horror worked because it was so wrong. Right. <laughs> exactly. It was wrong in every way. Every <laughs> single possible way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And yet it made stars out of people. You look back at it. I, you look at it. Now, you look at who's in it now and you're like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. It is mind blowing. Susan Sarandon still looks good. Oh, she looks great. Oh my God. <laughs> I think she's immortal. She might be a vampire. She might be. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But she played one in um, with David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve. Well, that might have just been a documentary, though. The Hunger. <laughs> the Hunger. The Hunger. I got to look that one back up now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good old one. I might just watch that when I go home now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. You are welcome. <laughs> I've seen so many things, and I find, like, I have access to the whole world of everything now, and it's like, I've seen that, I've seen, I don't want to rewatch that, I've seen that. I, I don't even right. watch anything anymore. Yeah. Because it's like, I've seen it, and do I want to re... Like, what don't I remember now? Right. You know, let me rewatch something I don't remember. Right. The hunger. The hunger? The hunger. The hunger. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know. The second I put it on, I'll remember if I saw it or not. I can't imagine I didn't. Um, I would imagine from your taste, you've, you've seen it. Yeah. that's um, Yeah. The second it comes on, I'll be like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good one. Yeah. I haven't seen it in ages either, but... Now I'm going to have to watch it again. <laughs> See if I can get my son to watch it. Yeah, all of a sudden there's going to be a huge uptick in people watching that now. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there in the universe. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It does. Yeah, good old David Bowie. Oh, I miss him. Oh, I miss him so much. <laughs> it's been so long and it feels like it just happened. Is it 10 years? 
It's at least 10 years, yes. It doesn't feel like 10 years. No. No, yeah. I don't feel like he's gone, I guess. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, he's always been so part of my life, I never met him personally. Yeah. So he doesn't feel like he left? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him in concert a bunch of times. But... He was brave. He was phenomenal. I mean, he just... He took on these personas and just followed through. He was an actor at heart. That's for sure. I, during the pandemic, I was out here working by myself most of the time, and I'd be driving through uh, Times Square just oh. listening to, to, to 2001 Space Oddity. Oh. Lots of David Bowie stuff because it was just so... To me, it wasn't eerie. Yeah. If you heard coming out of this car blasting with nobody on the street, I'm like, what should be the sound check of the pandemic? Yes. Like, what's the creepiest fucking thing I could put on? I put on, um, like, Happy Day by Lou Reed. Oh, yes. Now, that's a really good one. Yes. You know, like, just, I need to, I, I would just, I'd spend a lot of time, like, tonight, what am I going to listen to? Yeah. Like, this needs, because I never want to experience this again. Like, I hope no. I never see this again. No. I'm really going to enjoy it now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird time. Very you know, strange. Good time to listen to Spiders from Mars. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's the soundtrack. <laughs> or anything Nick Cave. Or anything I think put a lot of Nick Cave, of course. Of course, I, I of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was, you know, something, I, you know, we got to look through a little bit of history there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Those. I answer those. They do don't you, like me. Do you play along? Oh my god. <laughs> so yesterday I got a. I'm, I'm doing a collaboration with some author, and her name starts with A. So okay. I saw a text saying, "Hey, it's Anna." Oh, Not okay. the name I was looking for, but I just saw the A come up. Can you talk? I just blindly put, "No, no. I'll, I'll, at this time, we'll have a meeting. I'll give you a phone call." I go back later and I'm like, who's Anna? <laughs> I'm like, wait, they're addressing me as Anna. Oh. All right. So I, I start answering and I'm, I'm going back and forth. And then and then they start changing the conversation. Like, I'm like, oh, I think you reached the wrong person. Yeah. And then I get another weird text from a different phone number. Oh. How are you, old friend? Huh? <laughs> so I ignored that one. So I'll go back to the original one. And then I'm like, I'm sorry you reached the wrong person. Yeah. Maybe I can, you know, like, it's no big, like, oh, I need to, are you in New York? I need to buy you dinner to apologize. You want to apologize to me about a mistake text? Like, it's That's not that weird. big of a deal. Like, That's weird. Right? Yeah. So then the next thing, so right away I switch, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, 20 minutes later, they give up. Okay. I don't remember, right, 20 minutes of me just making them run around the whole, because yeah. right away they come back, you seem grumpy. Is there anything I could do for you? <laughs> What, what? That's what? Okay. So then the other person starts talking to me, and they say, hi, Anna. I'm like, oh, you messed up. I got you on two lines now. Yeah. And then I got them on a third line. Oh, God. I tied those people up for hours. Oh, that's good. That's great. I they said, that. well, I have, to, I have to reschedule our golf game. <laughs> don't you dare, you homewrecker. If you don't show... How many times have you canceled on me if you don't show up... If you don't show up... We're over. 
There you go. And I just go right into whatever they say. Just go deep into it as much as possible. Oh, that's funny. They hate me. <laughs> that's why people that know me don't call me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like people calling me. Why are you calling me? I know. I'm not much of a phone person. Text me if you want to get a hold of me. My, my favorite was... Did you know that your insurance... Do you know that your warranty is ending on your car? Oh. Oh, it is? <laughs> I have a 1985 Honda Goldwing. You're telling me that you can reinstate the warranty? I want it right now. Yes, exactly. Because at the time, that's what I had. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they're like, oh, no, we can't. Well, but you told me. You just said you could fix this for me. Yeah. I want it. Here's my credit card number. No, 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 sir. We can't help you with that car. Oh, well, God. you knew what car I had. Why'd you call me? You said you were the manufacturer. Oh. <laughs> and I just get them the whole time. Oh. That's good. <laughs> like you said, you were the manufacturer. So you should know what I have. <laughs> now you don't know what I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should try that. Be like, <laughs> my wife is the best. She's like, I don't have a car. Like, why are you calling me? Uh, exactly. <laughs> I know. I get these scams from insurance car insurance companies and it's like i don't own a car why are you calling me that, can i get it on my couch that has some high mileage <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i have two dogs believe me our couch has seen mileage <laughs> well there's a whole new business for you couch insurance for pet owners <laughs> Although I've noticed a lot of companies now say, with their fabrics, pet friendly. Have you met a pet? All fabrics are friendly to them. <laughs> <laughs> they like all fabrics. If you have a pet, you know it's not going to hold up. It's just what happens. I'm still rooting for the movie theaters to make it through all this. Yeah, I am too. Um, I know that IMAX is has been doing okay. The last quarter was weak for them because there weren't a whole lot of movies that came out. But um, they've been doing they've been doing well. So well, like. Growing up here, there used to be eight times the amount of theaters there used to be. Yeah. Right? Something like that? Yeah. And now there's whatever we have, so we're probably going to lose a few more. Oh, yeah. But I don't think a movie theater will be something that will ever completely disappear. No. No, I can't imagine. It's... I mean, Broadway's still around. Uh, <laughs> you know. And I love Broadway. Yes, I just got my fill of plays in. Um, you just did the whole gauntlet? You do everyone? Uh, I try to get to the ones that are either closing. So we saw a Strange Loop and um, Phantom of the Opera because for some reason we'd never seen it. Really? Really. Wow. I saw it with Dave Goulet. Is that right? Oh, my God. I've seen Phantom like seven times. I got to work on Phantom at some point, too. Oh, wow. But, yeah, but I haven't seen many others than that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was quite the spectacle. I was really impressed. For the time period that was constructed and everything, yeah. it is. it was groundbreaking. Yeah. It, was, it really holds up. Yeah, it does. I, I really enjoyed it. And I didn't think I would. 
And now I still have the music stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. Did you buy the CD yet? Uh, <laughs> I had the album when I was younger, but... <laughs> that used to be the thing when people went to see Phantom in the old days. Oh, yeah. I bet you have the CD now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're just right here? Yeah, I can... I'm just across the street, but it's a red light, so I can get it's, out. It's green now. Oh, okay. If you want to just I'll get drop behind me that the white corner. car there. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, we had a little bit of a career in the podcast. It's called No Longer Apart. It's basically an open platform for people to share what they want to share. Ah. Um, I was just working right now. The last episode I dropped had a live musical performance. Uh, I was bringing the guy to LaGuardia Airport. He whipped out a ukulele and, and just... An amazing performance. Wow. And sometimes it's like a mom and a daughter singing a song together. People have been singing recently. <laughs> um, political conversation, like, you know, whichever way the conversation goes. Yeah. Fun. I bet you get some very interesting. Well, everybody's interesting. I just need to get them to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some conversations are pretty mundane. Some are 10 minutes with a guy that has stage four lung cancer. Uh, third largest podcaster in Saudi Arabia with over a million listeners. I interviewed her. Just interviewed a guy that was going to the documentary film festival from uh, Denmark. Yes. I have like 40 minutes with him. That'll be in two episodes. Presently reworking my this is the pitch I'm giving you right now. I, I'm reworking it <laughs> to to encourage people the right way. Yeah, my story would not be a happy story. Well, happiness is relative. Yeah. <laughs> well, my son took his life. Very sorry to hear that. So it's not a happy story. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that. Yeah. My last trip here was with him. But it was a good trip. We had a lot of fun. Oh, where are you from? Dallas. Dallas. Oh, when, when was that last trip? Five years ago, he took us lot the next year, just pretty much on the same day. We were here, same week. Brought his ashes this trip and put him in the river. That's amazing. That's yeah. something you think he wanted? Oh yeah, he's been all over the world. People took his ashes from his celebration and took him to Singapore and France. Thailand and New Zealand and Africa, just everywhere. So he loved to travel. That's extraordinary. Yeah, I thought it was important that he go places. What's well, amazing how many people were willing to do that? Oh, they stood in line and they sent pictures. And I still get cards, I still get emails, I still get things now telling me. 
he was a skater, loved to skate, had a competition yesterday and they had a Keaton Award, um, which his name was Keaton. Right. Um, he changed a lot of people. A lot. And now I mentor moms, which is just horrible. But good. You mentor moms in this situation? Yeah. Try to, to help them understand what grief is about, what how broken you are. Are you part of some uh, organization? No. Started it. I, I happen to. You know, God put you in. One, I was angry at him first. Like, what the hell? Uh, you know. But uh, the first person I met, his her son took his life on my son's birthday. Right. The second one took his life on my son's birthday. The third one, it's the same week. And I knew, I just thought, okay, I am to help people. Uh, and so I, we have a group of women that we communicate back and forth with, but I've offered, and so so many friends, when they know of someone, you know, give my number or ask them for advice and how do I help them and what do I do? And, send them books and I send them because um, a lot of grieving books is like really it's just these are your 12 steps well no they're not right um, everybody grieves differently uh, but there are some things that I haven't heard of one person not go through and, and so I try to explain that What's Megan Devine wrote a, a book um, her fiance drowned, and she's a therapist. And she said, "My grieving therapy went out the door. Um, it's a whole different thing. It's not what the book says." Um, and I send that book. Said it has nothing to do with suicide, but it sure tells you that you're not crazy. Well, it's amazing that the the path that you chose to try and find your own healing uh, was trying to help other people. you go home and for 20 hours you know a day you're just broken all over you yeah there's there's no there's there's no answers to that there's no there's no guidance that you know everybody goes through it completely differently and it's, it's a huge piece of you that's gone but you hope that if um, you can help one mom or help one family we included the dads after a few meetings of the group and they just bawled and they were so thankful that we said, well, come to our group, you know, come sit and visit. And we sat all in the backyard of my house often because I had a big backyard and uh, they would just hug us and say, thank you so much for letting us do this because men don't cry. <laughs> they said, we go to get a Coke or something and put it in the machine and we start bawling and men would just be looking at us like you are really weird. Uh, 
well, it's good to have a group that relate. You know, you can't when something traumatic like that, you can't even imagine anybody around you relates. So to find a group of people that, even though you know it's not the same for each person, at least you kind of have some base of understanding. Oh, we have Christmas together now because oh, wow. none of us find it's easy to have Christmas with our families. Right. Um, he was my only child, so I'm I'm done. I have no family. Um, some of them have other children. But so many of them are still so broken that it's hard. It's so hard for them to even continue a normal family life. Um, one just had a baby, and she named their baby. Their his middle name is his her son's name. And she said, one day I will explain, you know, why he has the, has this name. But but it's everybody deals with things, you know, very differently. And that at least you're dealing with it. Yeah. We encourage others to form groups. But we chose not to have a large group. It's, you know, so we, we need to stick together and go through this path in our time frame that we're all in. Right. And continue to bring new people in is very difficult. So we encourage these women to, not that we wouldn't pick up the phone, but right. we encourage them to find groups of similar years and similar um, situations. All of ours are boys from 17 to 29. And I think it helps a lot. We have a 911 call. <laughs> not 911, but anytime somebody's really down, they can just say what's on their mind. Send it in our little chat, and we respond. You know, you want to get together? Do you want to have lunch? Do you want to just cry? What do you want to do? You want to just be angry for a minute? What is it? And there's no judging. Right. Well, because you know you, you've had the same thing. Yeah. Oh, and you'll go quiet for ten days, and and everybody's like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, we just need to quiet for a little bit. I just got to go through a low spot. So it's a very interesting grieving for a child. It's yeah, I know the, 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 the deal was it's not supposed to work like that. No. But it's important to, I think, to tell also the other side. You know, he, he gave me a warning that week. And I was angry at him, and I said some things I should never have said, and, you know, he looked at me and said, Mom, I can't work like you, I don't, I don't think like you, I can't work like you, and I was like, yes, you can, make your list, we can do this, and now that when people have children in trouble, I'd say, you know, you've got to get out of your shoes and stand in theirs. sound so stupid or corny or how could this be a big deal to them it's a big deal right so listen take all of your expertise and experience and how you handle things and switch it i don't know that it would have saved his life but maybe if i had it would have um, 
it's possible. Uh, I, I've, I've been through a lot of people. Um, I've, I've been with a lot of people that had uh, those tendencies and, and lost a lot of people and, and got there too late. And it's, it's ultimately um, them. It's, it's, if it was something so simple that you could have changed their life by just saying one thing, it would have happened. And I can go ahead. No, good. I agree with you. But how many times do you hear from people that this one moment changed my life? You know, this one opportunity changed my life. This one whatever. And so you you live with that that guilt and that sadness. I was up the next morning at 7 o'clock for groceries to apologize. Right. And you know, he was just coming in from out of town and say, I'm so sorry, King, that sometimes you're tired and you're angry and I was sick. And he was playing. He missed his flights. Late. I was mad about it. I shouldn't have been that way. And he came to my office afterwards because I didn't have time to take him home. So I had to make a meeting. Saw all my staff, teased them all, told them all, you need to let Alex go home. He's tired, Mom. To Alex, to one of my staff. And then we never saw him again. So you wonder, I never got to apologize. Right. You're left with so much. Yeah. I did say I loved him very much when he left. Well, that's great. Yep. So he knew. Yeah. I bet he knew before you said it. It, it's unfortunately, you know, you know all this. This, there's nothing you could possibly say to anybody about this. No. But you've you've turned it into something to help other people through an impossible situation. falling off the cliff necessarily but if you can I can help the parents on both sides any as much as I can absolutely I'm gonna do a, a day of grace in January for women open and I've got volunteers because you couldn't even put your makeup on you cried off right I, I get up and go oh, I've got to put my shoes on <laughs> I, I run a business. I'm very organized. What I couldn't do in the fog that I lived in, I would literally go to the office and think, I, I really have one house. <laughs> you know, or I'd sit outside for 10 minutes and put my makeup on five times. And I would just, it would come off. So I wanted to do a day of grace where women can just come and learn about ways to make it through the day and do your little checkpoints and I'm a massage therapist and makeup artist and hairstylist and just things that you don't even you just can't make it without crying so they can sit there and get tips on how to pull their hair back or how to do this or how to do that I mean that sounds like an amazing way to support it's a little thing nobody thinks about. The PTSD is so 
tents. Right. And it gives them something. And I hope it becomes something I can do over you. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. No, well, thank you for sharing. Hello. Hey, good morning, Zach. Um, sure. Yeah, that's Zach. You get on the other side. No. It smells dank in here. You got some good weed? That's fine, dude. My motherfucker's got some good weed. Can we have some? No, can you get in the front? You can, can you get in the front? I gotta take everything apart. No, okay, 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 okay. okay. Chris. Chris, we were trying to get this guy to let me give him a blowjob, and he wouldn't do it. That dude seems like his loss. He's gay. I got candy if you like, and cell phone chargers back there if you need, and you have a chance cell phone to make prizes if you need. Really? What we want is some of that dank loud you got. You got some loud. It smells yeah, that, was a that was hours ago when I woke up. It smells sick, man. Like, you sure, it's me? Some. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I stepped in, and all of a sudden it smelled loud. That's my motherfucker. Look at this, look at this map. What are we in right now? Is it a Tesla? Damn. On air, it says. I have a podcast, too, as well. What's it? You could also be on a podcast. I, I have a podcast myself, but what is your podcast? Do you have the uh, Give Me Some Canadian Podcast? What is it? What? <laughs> What'd you say? Canadian Podcast? Give Me Some Canadian Podcast. My um, podcast is called Cards of the Day with Katie the Card Lady. What's, what's it about? It is There's about no, the... No, he says Polyui. Well, we're kind of in the intersection, so. So, do you know how there are 52 cards in the deck of cards? Sure. That's because there are 52 weeks in the year. Okay. And the reason there are four suits, hearts, clubs, diamonds, spades, is because there are four seasons in the year. Cool. So, the deck of cards that we play poker with is actually a calendar that has been recognized since like the 13, 1400s, but nobody knows it as that anymore because we like cheapen it by playing poker with it, right? As with everything. As with everything. So actually the deck of cards is a calendar and that's what my podcast is about, is understanding the cards that are related to each day of the year and like what your birthday is in those cards and how you can use that information to help you understand how you operate and how others operate and thus how you can be like more successful in your independence and in your relationships through understanding the patterns related to your numbers. AKA, can give you the tools to psychoanalyze yourself. Yeah. Well, everybody needs them. Totally. My friend left me a, a voice message today. I like to communicate through voice messages. And, and I received one from a friend that I just sent a written, handwritten reading. And I got this message from him. I listened to it. And he's like, Katie, I'm reading the relationship reading that you made me. He's like, I'm crying. He's like, I can't help it. This is so beautiful. I'm like, thank you for helping me understand my relationship. He's crying. It's beautiful, like, I'm cracking up, because it's beautiful, but, like, also, damn, I can have that much of an effect on people. I'm just writing some shit down, I'm like, oh, you guys make this, like, that's hot, and he's, like, crying his eyes out, because it's beautiful, and I feel really thankful that I can 
channel this information in a way that it like really helps people to the extent that it makes them fucking cry about their girlfriends and shit. Like, damn. Well, people can have a great effect on each other. Definitely. I think we've all forgot. Right, like yeah. the Irish. Like, like the Irish? Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, what's Irish and it's left outside all the time? Patio furniture. Patio <laughs> furniture. <laughs> Some patio furniture. <laughs> That's pretty good, no? So, I'm about to go to Berlin. <laughs> I'm about to go to Berlin again in a couple weeks. And the last time I went to Berlin, I stayed in this hotel in Kreuzberg, which is where, like, David Bowie hung out all the time. Yeah. I stayed in this hotel, and, really uh... Petty what? Oh, Penny is shit. Her birthday is, like, December 31st or something. She's you like, know everyone's birthdays! Because it's cool. She's all about numbers. What's the driver's birthday? What's your birthday? Just guess. No, no, guess. Guess, guess. August 12th. Uh, but it's the 12th of something. No. Yeah, but it's like in the 20s. March? <laughs> Keep trying. 20s. It's in the early, it's before the 12th. It's before I have 12. no idea. <laughs> You're I'm not good at like, damn it. It's like 14. Actually, I guess that. she is really. Alright, it's December 14th. March 14th. I don't oh, know. we never get the month right yet. January. <laughs> July 1. Yep. Alright, let's think about when his parents fucked. Uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, this is distracting from like. great things to say, and we have the, the what is it? December twelfth? September? Nope. December twelfth? Nope. <laughs> Are you a Sag? No. Uh, well, we're psychic. Are you a Scorpio? So you must no. be wrong. Are you a Cap? I'm just gonna keep guessing. <laughs> I don't think. Are you a Capricorn? I'm a Taurus. Whoa. May fifteenth. Nope. <laughs> May fourteenth. May five. May twelfth. May three. <laughs> So, so, you, so you're going to Berlin for what? I'm a okay, psychic. so last time I went to you're Berlin. You're a sidekick, yeah. I'm a psychic. He's, he's my psychic sidekick. Yep. He puts a stick in my mouth and then I channel shit and I'm like, oh. Um. I cum numbers. Cumbers. It's Very cumbersome. It's, it's, it's cumbersome. <laughs> okay, so I was in Berlin and I get there and, you know, whatever. You have to go to, like, clubs wearing very little clothes and sometimes they might even be like you're wearing too many clothes and you have to take off your clothes to go into the clubs in Berlin because they're just like these techno clubs where you can't wear any clothes so I'm there alone though and I had just gotten engaged and so I was like not trying to like go like be publicly sexual so I just kind of like chilled for myself but I was in this hostel, and there were these Irish kids that were also there on vacation. And instead of, like, going and enjoying each other's presence, like, out in Berlin, they just, I guess, decided to stay in the hostel and hang with themselves as if they were home. Right. I was like, why did you come to Berlin to just hang out with each other? But I didn't care, because I was smoking their bombs and drinking their liquor and... <laughs> hanging out with these motherfuckers all in the hostel. We're getting crazy as shit as if we were in Ireland. Like, don't really understand, but I did enjoy the Irish people's passion for getting crunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were just trying to fucking party. They didn't care where the fuck they were. They're like, I don't care if I'm in Berlin, Ireland, Atlanta, like, like wherever the fuck. I'm down to chill. Yeah, 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 yeah.
And that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I genuinely hope that we were like the most fun and sexy. Oh, you're definitely absolutely fun. Um, if you want me to use this for the podcast. Good morning for Janice. Good morning, I'm Janice. How are you? Good, how are you doing today? Candy, if you like, the cell phone charger's back there. If you need, and give a chance of winning prizes on the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> good morning. Are you having a good day? <laughs> uh, just go straight. We're going to the FDR Drive North. So they're going to send you to 48th Street. It's easier just to go to 62nd. No reason to go south, to go north. <laughs> Maybe I wear my big bulky coat. I can never find anything. What I feel it? like the abominable snowman whenever I wear my big bulky coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the end of the winter, you'll have it down. Yeah. <laughs> Is this for me to sing into? You don't want that. <laughs> what is it? I'm teasing. I have a hoarse voice. I'm like, is this for is this speaker for me to sing into? <laughs> if you want. Some people do. It's more for conversations, but if people want to sing, I don't stop. Oh, gotcha. You don't want me to sing. <laughs> you don't want me to sing. <laughs> I'm <one's> bad. <laughs> it's all about if you enjoy it. I lip sync. Because that way nobody has to hear my monotone. Yeah, and the way the reason they tell you to go downtown because over here is usually a nightmare. Yeah, but at this early, it doesn't matter. That's not so much better with everybody parking in the garages at this hour, getting into work, and then you're coming down and you're getting all the people trying to get off for the bridge, like if they're going. It's just as bad both ways. Yeah, yeah it depends on time of day it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit later. I'm usually. Getting off the highway at this hour. I was running yeah. a little late this morning. Yeah. But it's still, you know, especially now we're going to hit the school buses. And they're going to do all the pickups. Yeah, well, that's the hour. <laughs> <laughs> right, but a half hour earlier, I missed that all. Yeah. <laughs> you can go all the way to 62nd Street. You don't have to go with stupid, like, 59 to your lights. Like, I got to deal with all the shit down there. I, I know. It's either way. It's the same thing, you know? I just don't feel like dealing with those guys over there right now, so I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one thing we went all the way to York. That's one thing. But otherwise, just go to 62nd. It's all light-related anyway. If we get lucky and don't hit any garbage trucks, that's the best we can hope for. Yep. Whatever. It is what it is, right? We woke up this morning, we're still breathing. We can't really push it farther than that. <laughs> well, you did, you got out of bed. <laughs> You've already gone to the- Barely, no. <laughs> I do something that's more of related to falling out of the bed than getting out of the bed. Some people mistake it for jumping out of the bed. No, it's really just kind of like, boop. Well, it's kind of like, you know, your bladder says it's time to move. So you get up. 
<laughs> but I was like, we need to pee. Yeah, that's all night. <laughs> that's why we get out of bed. That's the snow tonight. Or rain here. I don't know where you live, but just over there. <coughs> just over there. Just over there a little bit. The upstate's supposed to get supposed to get rain. I think it's gonna be like a good winter. Like cold and I don't think that's good. <laughs> I what? kinda like that seventy degree weather we had the other week. Yeah, well we're gonna start planting palm trees so no one has to move to Florida anymore. Well that's good because, you know, they're crazy <laughs> over there. Have both Trump and DeSantis in the same state. Just think, Just most of those there. people used to live here. I know. <laughs> they got the really old, angry people down there. I'm sh we it have shocked me because you have all those old people that fought for women's rights in the '60s, and this time around they didn't. I was like, these are the same people, right? So what's happened is that the baby boomer generation is reverting back to how their parents were. Were. Yeah, and the, the, what I've found, the consensus with dealing with baby boomers is that they changed things enough. Why are we continuing to change from what they changed? Like, they thought that was good enough. Right. But we never really achieved that. That's why there was the woke movement, because, you know, the age of accountability, we didn't quite achieve that. That's why we got to keep going. Exactly. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, we achieved Roe versus Wade, and then we lost it. And these are all the people that fought for Roe versus Wade. Yeah. And they didn't fight for it this time. I didn't understand that. That's what I'm saying. Well, because like, they're no longer having children. They're no longer right, they're a child no, their that, age. And that's not their concern anymore. I guess. Because you would still think that they would want it for their kids. Psychologically. I've, I've, I've been studying that. The, the psychological change... As you're going through the different phases of life, uh -huh. like, I never thought my dad would be acting the way that he is now. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's, he voted for Trump. The first and, time or the second time? Because oh. the first time I can give it to him. Well, the second time. the second time yet. We didn't have the second time for Trump yet, did we? Yeah. First time he was president. The second time Biden won. Oh, I don't know who the fuck my dad voted for the second time. Because <laughs> Trump didn't win. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> but the first time he voted for Trump, and that was completely, like, you know, he's Republican and everything, but the things that Trump was saying was off the fucking wall. So well, they weren't that bad the first time. They were really bad the second time. They That's were really saying. bad the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe they missed it. Maybe I wasn't paying that much attention to it. Oh, God. I, all I could see is, is Nazi Germany and 
just the future being horrible and everybody being hated and who's being hunted because they're different. And... Oh, I must have missed that. I, I got that the second time. Okay. I think I missed it the first time. Because the first time I was, the first time which annoyed me was like the 17 Republicans. Like, really? Fuck, you, you do that to yourself. Like, if there were three, he would never have made it. Correct. Well, the problem is on both sides is there are no more leaders. No. No. Like, Obama, I think, is going to be known as one of the last leaders. Because there's nobody up. There's nobody coming. Huh. There's, who's, who's up next? Like, I don't know. Cory Booker? Uh-huh. Like, he's he's a leader. He, he's got the, you know, and then there's Jamali Wilson. And I have a lot of faith in that kid. I've been watching him is. for a lot of years. Yeah. He's a New York guy. Politician. But, like, there's nobody to really stand behind. And that's how these other people get into power. Yeah, but I just meant, like, you know, like, when you have so many people and you have to vote, you have, like, the smart people divided out their vote between 14 people and then you have the crazies that vote for one. Right. So the 14 people, you know, they, the crazy won because the 14 split everybody. Well, what we've learned is that the really smart people need to start acting a little crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, I think people did well this time. Carrie Lake lost. You know, Herschel Walker. Well, he didn't lose yet, but hopefully he'll lose the second time. You know, there were a lot of people that lost that were all, like, saying, like, the, the you know, every, all the election deniers lost. Well, that's great. Right. But, you know, after these midterms and everything, all I feel is that we're all losing. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think we need to dissolve Republicans and the Democrats and stop making it so adversarial. Yes. It has to be a cooperative thing. Well, it used to be a cooperative thing. It was funny because they were almost, you know, like the people who won were mostly in the middle right. from either party. They were like the middle people of their parties. So like they were almost like there wasn't that much difference between the Democrat and the Republican. That was up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not to get rid of the extreme ideas. It's it's to have some people that are adults that are like, look, well, we got to stretch in that direction. Maybe that's, you know, like... Well, how about having a conversation and not a yelling match? Right. Well, we need some adults up there. Yeah. Well, you just have children. Well... Very old children. That's what happens. I think when you get older, you revert back to your childhood. Yeah. You forget how to play in the sandbox. Well, you just don't care anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like you know, when you were little, you didn't know how to you didn't know how to share. You didn't know how to play in the sandbox because your whole world revolved around you because you were your parents, whatever. I think as we get older, we think the whole we go back to that, and we don't care what anybody says or what they do or who they are, you know. And we're just rude and obnoxious. Yeah, we start closing down. Well, you know, I, I reminded my 16-year-old the other day that most of world history has been created by teenagers. Really? Like, yeah. Like, who do you th- people <coughs> two, three year, hundred years ago didn't live that long? Oh no, right. They only lived to like their 30s. Right. That's why, like, it used to be that women had to have children by a certain age. You know. Right. Like, like you, you weren't. If you, if you were 25 didn't kid, and didn't have a kid, you were old. You're about to die. You won't go to have a kid now. So who do you think changed the world over and over again? It was teenagers. Right. Our teenagers are too quiet. They're not looking to change anything. 
and the old people aren't fucking moving their asses out of the way. <laughs> but we do need the wisdom of the people that came before us, but the people before us also need to understand that their wisdom is given as they walk out the door. Right. But it's like, yeah. They, they, they want their achievements to be the best that they ever was. Well, without your achievements, we wouldn't have gotten here. Right, but, but now what's the advance. next? You know, you don't want life to stop. You know, you want it to continue. Right. You want it to get better. And not revert back. I feel like we're reverting back. Well, before the pandemic, I was saying that there's a lot of cracks in the infrastructure of the whole world. And the pandemic just put the pressure on it. And we're seeing the cracks really coming through. So this is the time to be like, well, you know, people really weren't equal and, and people really are, don't have rights and people really aren't being treated right. Um, how do we just fix it? Because you have to fix how you grew up. You know what I'm saying? Like Education. Not just education, but like, I don't feel like I'm racist, right? I take a person by who they are, not by what they are. But I have to interact with them. But I don't prejudge someone because of what they look like. But that's just the way I was brought up. Right. Um, also, I also happened to live in a neighborhood that was just predominantly one race, you know. But it wasn't like I was mean to other races. You know, like, you know, I didn't have any bad experiences or whatever. And then when I went to college, I didn't have any bad experiences with anybody else. So I don't have anything to say like, oh, I hate you because you're Chinese or I hate you because right. you're black. You, know? you don't have any bias. Right. Right. So I don't, I don't automatically walk into a room and see all different people and have a bias towards them. That's amazing. You know? That's, that's something but we hope It doesn't to mean like other people don't have that because of right. how they were brought up. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. like the little kid that's three years old doesn't have a bias. Correct. So why does he have the bias at 13? What happened? Well, I had this conversation with this gentleman yesterday and we were talking about the... Um, how there is no more family. The family is not being taught as much at home and like the relatives aren't there to help raise you. Right. And the parents are working and the grandparents are working and the aunts. And, so there's no longer the community to lock down that child. They're being raised in institutions, you know, because, right, because everybody works two jobs. Nobody like, look, yes, they got home at seven 30 to take my shower. Like, look, I don't have little kids, whatever, but like, I'm not getting home to seven 30 from my job that I leave usually at six something. Right. Like, when am I spending time with it's anyone? Between 7.30 to 8 and you're already moving them into the bathtub. And there's no bonding, there's no time. Right. It's like, let's like, go, 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 go. Yeah, you know, like, we used to have to eat dinner at home. Like, right. it wasn't like, oh, we ate at five, my dad ate at... No, we ate dinner as, you know, and there was no phones at the... T you know, you didn't have phones. Well, I, I think as I think people are realizing that now and the old way of doing things will no longer fit, but something like that needs to come back. Right. It needs to evolve. There, there, there were no phones at the table or at least once a week we have to eat together or like, you know, the things that that allow right, people like to talk and, and just absorb each other and, you know, yeah. have a connection. Whether it's Sunday night dinner or Saturday morning breakfast. Anything you could squeeze. Something. Right. <laughs> because obviously both parents are usually working. 
doesn't mean their schedules are aligned because someone's got to take the kids to school in the morning. So the other one's working later at night, you know. Someone's leaving earlier, one's leaving late, you know. And there's no longer like sitting with your grandmother in the kitchen cooking all day and she's telling you about family history and, the, and life and things. And like, you don't have that anymore. No. So that's, I think that the, re, the see, I, 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 I'm a second, I'm second generation here. So, so like my family First. came, you know, like in the early 1900s. So I'm second generation. And my perspective is it seems to me that America kills the family. Because when immigrants come in, they're all together. Because they have to be. Because that's the only people they know. They speak the same language. And the right. You know, they're all, they're all, we call them gumare. They're all like, you know, from the same spot. But as they're here longer and, and the children want to go in different directions and the families spread out and they don't need the cocoon anymore of how they first came here, it, the family starts dissolving. Well, I don't know if it's just America or if it's just that. The world is smaller because we could transport. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's part years of ago, people didn't fly. Like you know, so if you had a disease in Europe, it didn't come to America. Right. Your disease in Africa didn't come here. But now it's like everything's so small because everybody's like on a plane with a few hours. It's a global community, and we have yeah. to handle it like that. And we're not. We're still treating it like it's small. And the thing is, people want to not like a lot of people don't want to live where they grew up. Yeah, no, it's a natural human thing. Well, no, because, because back before, in the old days... There was nowhere for you to go. You were kind of trapped. You kind of like... Yeah, you couldn't move around. Like, <laughs> right. You, you didn't... There wasn't so many the, options. Right. You didn't get in the car and drive or fly like three hours and be somewhere. Right. You had to go like... A, if you went 100 miles, you probably were going to die. Because you did it on a horse. <laughs> right. And there was no like gas station. So yeah, yeah well, no, that's that's part of it too. But like... And I and I, I just started putting this thought together about, about America and the families and stuff. Because I'm going to start. That's why I'm saying I don't know if it's just America, because now you could do that anywhere. Well, I'm going to ask people from other places now. I'm going to start getting that information. Like, I'm just starting to. There's definitely a dissolved. Right. You don't. Family's gone. Right. Everybody's mobile. So nobody stays in that same thing. So I wonder, see, now, if it isn't happening in other places, then their culture's holding them together. Well, I'm curious. I'm going to start figuring that out. Because if it is, then it's just a society problem and not just our problem. Yeah, it might be, you know. But yeah, I think it, it, you know. But it might be a little bit more American because we're more like, well, first of all, we're the capitalist country. But, you know, we're not socialized, so it's not like there's no difference working here or working there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like your salary is no different in K- Kentucky as it is in New York, but here it is. You know what right. I'm saying? If, and if it was a different thing and, and everything's more like government subsidized or whatever, you might not, like a lot of people move to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to do something in finance, you're not going to live in the Midwest because they don't have anything. You got to either be on one coast or the other. You have to be in LA or New York and that's it. Same thing with fashion. If you want to do something in fashion, you're not right. going to be in the Midwest. Where like in other countries, I don't know if it's the same, like, if you're in France, France, assume, do you need to be in Paris to be in fashion? Maybe. Well, well, no. I mean, that might be the difference between being a local tailor and being a global producer. Right. But I'm saying, like, if you right. want to... Like, right. Like, well, those are meccas. Those are, like, major hubs. Right. If you make it there, you made it. Right. right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like, when you go to college, you don't see people in college saying, oh, yeah, I want to go back to the Midwest. 
and be a farmer. No, right. Well, that's that. There's a dot. Right there. Well, there's a very valid point in that. I know the middle of the country and a lot of small towns, their kids are running out. Right. And because, nobody's coming back. Because they're seeing TV and they're seeing this is what's happening here and they, they want to experience it, even though that's not real life. Okay. <laughs> well, that's always been true, though. Right, but TV wasn't a big thing. Like, before the 50s, you didn't have TV. <laughs> right, right. Well, if we go step... Well, that, that's what I'm... So, yeah. that's, that's been the progression. But I'm just saying, like, here, it's like, you know, there's a big difference between... You pay here as a pay there, and since everything's money-wise, you know, you have that issue. Well, I don't know if it's the same in other countries because there's a lot more government subsidized. I understand. So, yeah, um, economic... That's, I don't know. Economic yeah. has a lot to do yes, with it. thank you. And every place has that. It's like, those are point. common problems. So, the way that I'm looking at it is, like, you know, if... if You're not. These are all. You're you're naming all the relevant factors. No, no, I get that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not so sure, if, like, if in some other countries, if it's the same thing. But my ex is from Australia. You know, so like, his parents are there, but no, like nobody else. And he lived here for many years. You know, eventually he went back home. Hence, is why he's my ex, <laughs> and I'm here. But right. you know, so. He did. That's why I'm saying, like, they do it in other places too. Yeah, yeah. He came yeah. here for money. Right. Well, I mean, everybody's looking for. And then he went to the Philippines for money, so he didn't really go that much home. He went home for a little while. Right. And then, but yeah, like I guess it just depends who. Right. It's something new for me to look into. Yeah. Well, we had a great conversation, and. Hi, for Indy. Yes, for Indy. Hi, how are you? Hey, good morning. Morning. Oh, you have a mixed panel. <laughs> I got a lot of bit of everything. <laughs> All right. I got candy if you like. The cell phone charger's back there if you need. Okay. Oh, you have a chance of winning prizes on the tablet. It's All a podcast. Right. And you can also be on a podcast. Really? Yeah. What do you talk about? Uh, my name is Grim Driver, and the podcast is called No Longer Apart. It's basically an open platform for people to talk about whatever they'd like. Uh-huh. And artists share their art, musicians share their music. If you're working on a project, you can share that. General conversations that happen. It's the craziest story you've heard on the podcast. Well, um, Where can we find the podcast? Uh, the information's right down there oh. for all the platforms. But I'm putting these Spotify. stickers around on all the city bikes around the city that has the code and the Instagram on it. Oh, what's the crazy... Oh, people don't really like share like crazy yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. talk about stuff. Okay. Dit is tof. Dit is ook echt. Kelly, you want to talk about your story yesterday night? Uh, my story last night. You have to night. be on the podcast, huh? No, you don't have to be. <laughs> I'm not fresh want. enough to be able to uh, clearly communicate what happened last night. I think. Okay. <laughs> so so can, how long was the drive? We can talk about what happened to Ennis, and I would like to. <laughs> Get that off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you got 14 minutes to talk about whatever's important to you. Imagine. I think yeah, Indy, you're good at. Uh, <laughs> no, like I'm not gonna fuck him over by telling the story and putting it on the podcast. No, no, but you can talk about anything, huh? Ah. But actually, I have to say it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's the first time I've seen that. Because I think he's, like you probably have a lot of interesting customers. So. Well, everybody is interesting. I just need to get them to talk. Yeah, I see. Like, 
the podcast that I just dropped, um, I had a co-host that's a hip-hop artist that I just met, like, on the street, yeah. and we opened the, um, the, the last episode with that. I had um, a documentary filmmaker from Denmark. Uh, okay. He followed around the, 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 Serbi- the Serbian or the... the oh, who was it? I've had this so many times now. What? Serbian... Um, Refugees? No, that's not right. Ukrainian. Syrian. No, Syrian. Not Syrian. Syrian. The Syrian. Yeah. Uh, he followed those guys around, like, escaping and all that. Okay. Um, it's a mom and daughter that decide to start singing a song for some reason. Uh, my next episode has a lady that spoke about how she started a, um organization to help parents deal with the, the suicide of their child. Because uh, uh. that's what she's going through. Okay, so you go, uh, yeah, you do all topics. Yeah, it's very open. It's that's nice. Is it, is it a popular podcast? I mean, it's more popular than I thought I could ever get to. <laughs> How many listeners do you have? A couple thousand. Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's nice. So you talk yourself as well? or? Yeah, I, I share stories. I mean, there's a lot of me talking and everything because I'm the host, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so each each episode, I'll put my own segment or I'll expand on things on the opening. It, it, there's no rules to this, so it's whatever I decide okay. at the moment. I have, I, have an, I have a question for you then, because I'm in software sales, and my, my job is also getting people to talk about what they're facing, what challenges they have, where they would like to go towards the future. But how do you get people to talk? Okay, so it's difficult here. Like on the street, when I have infinite time, I can do that. Uh-huh. I have 12 minutes now to explain the podcast to you, yeah. and hopefully spark something in you that you really are passionate about or want to talk about. Uh-huh. Oh, Johnny was would be the right person to have here now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but still it, at the hotel, but... Yeah, we have a friend who would love to uh, <laughs> yeah. fill 12 minutes. Yeah, actually, we'll, we'll do it for him because if he has a couple thousand follower, listeners, it's a good platform to inspire. So, okay. But it, we're can, not live, I think, yeah? No? No, it's not live. No, no, you get, <laughs> if you don't sign something at the end, it's, it's deleted. Okay. Okay, fine. Um, I'll try and explain the best I can. Okay. So it's uh, quite cool. It's, you have it's, to talk in here or just sit here and talk. Okay. Just talk. Oh, yeah. I got my own mic. That you picks you guys up. All right, okay. right, right. If you want, you can put it more towards the center. Yeah. Come on, Indy. Okay, Indy, go for it. So our friend uh, John Arts is still at the hotel sleeping a bit. Uh, yeah. He's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's a let's, good start. Let's, wait, let's go. We'll scratch that. We'll scratch no, 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 that. No, no, no. That was one. It was very honest and real. And <laughs> you guys didn't no. expect me to show up. So you're trying okay. to pull this out of your ass right now. Okay, it's yeah, fucking yeah. in the morning. You're probably out last night all night. <laughs> yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. So um, it's his week off. Uh, he's a very busy guy, uh, working very hard on a very cool project that he started out when we were stu- studying together in London still. And, uh, well, I was working, he was studying. And basically, it's giving ownership of your data back to the consumer, to the people. So rather than Facebook making money off you and you being the product, um, he's invented an application, Rita Personal Data, R I. TA, personal data, right to access is what it stands for. And basically, you'll see which companies have your data today, um, how they're using that data, how much the data is worth. And he's trying to give you back control of that data. So you can choose 
whoever you market that data to and also if they mark if you market the data to let's say nike adidas uh best buy whatever company uh maybe or whatever brand uh you'll get a slice or a piece of the revenue that uh is being made off of your data that's amazing yeah. it gives you the opportunity to monetize your data which is really exactly nice. that's amazing yeah there's something uh, similar with uh, big companies and um, carbon uh, credits. Yeah. Um, that'd be an amazing thing to also be able to tap into yourself. And you mean carbon credits as in off, off-putting your yeah. carbon footprint, right? Exactly. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. No, but that, that, that's within the same line of what I've been yeah. thinking. There should be a way for me who drives uh, 60,000 miles a year and be able to personally um, monetize on my carpet credits and sell it. So it would be absolutely amazing to still do that with my own data. Yeah, of course. So I totally get it. That's, that's, that's what's coming is the, the individual's ability to, to market themselves in, in a place where they don't even have access to. Exactly. That's absolutely amazing. How, How important is data ownership for you? Um, well, so each bit of my advertising and each thing that has a QR code, uh-huh. I'm quantifying everything. Okay. And oh. it's important to me in building my brand, building my podcast, promoting my other areas, because I get to see really what's happening. So it's invaluable to me. And I would love to easily be able to take that, flip it to a company that I would know wants that. Yeah. Because exactly. like I just did a whole advertising campaign um, with Tesla uh-huh. on all the superchargers. I made up a specific, you know, just like the, the city bike one, it matches yeah, their font. This, yeah, so yeah. That matches all the fonts and everything on the city bike. So it looks like it belongs. There. Ah. So the Tesla ones were big, had a Tesla, asked people not to litter. And I have all that data. Yeah. Now I've gotten a letter told, telling me to stop. Like a cease and desist, I've gotten in trouble for doing it. Oh, really? For the bikes or for the Tesla? Well, I'm still waiting to get in trouble with the bikes. Uh, That's coming. I'm waiting for that. But with Tesla, they've already contacted me. Yeah. And I'm trying to leverage the the analytics and the data that I've collected because they're not collecting that data that I I saw that they should have. Uh So if I had a way to use your friend's app to then monetize on what I already know, that would be amazing. Exactly, and it's about all types of data, right? It's about uh, what is it? Google, Facebook, Instagram, it's everything. everything, everything. And then he gives you the option yeah. with just one push of a button to delete everywhere on all the different platforms, and then you control exactly your data. You control where it goes to and yeah. who has it. And it's a mobile application. It's very intuitive. Uh, he came a long way. I think he has ninety thousand users nice. already. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Something download like that, that shit when you guys get out. Yeah, yeah. 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 I should. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that sounds amazing. See, like that's the thing is. You said, how, how do I get people to talk? Yeah. So now I have seven minutes left. You just spilled the beans on something that I would have never known about. Correct. Right? So you ask how to get people to talk. Not only do you need to build up a resistance, don't make it too easy. Uh-huh. You got to make them dig a little bit. Because you guys are like, oh, let's talk about this. Now let's talk about that. And, and then it occurred to you, wait, we have something important to talk about. Yeah, something important for him to grow his following, get more users on the application. I think it's a good platform. But what's right. impressive is that you guys on vacation yeah. decided that what your friend was doing was so important and your opportunity yeah. right now, what did you talk about? Yeah. Right? You used your time. Yeah, to talk about something for our friend. To, which is which means that he must be a pretty amazing 
friend. That are friends for you. Yeah. Which makes us good friends. Right? <laughs> You're amazing friends. You better buy, you better drink, buy drinks yeah, yeah. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you already did, but he can do it again. Yeah, it's sure. okay. Yeah. We, we won't count yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you get extra credit for this. Exactly. Uh, but that, that, that's that's truly amazing. Yeah. Well, it's a cool idea. And to be honest, I was, I was not sure how it would pan out in the beginning. And I told him yesterday, like, Today is enough already. You've you've gone a long way, and if it would fail now, you've learned. You've learned. You've learned invaluable life lessons that will help you in whatever project you take on next, whatever company you start working for, or whatever you do in the next chapter of your life. Um, and he very much appreciated me saying that. Well, that's an amazing for um, thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is and, true. It's absolutely true. Everything. From today, <coughs> till whenever it runs runs to, how, how, however long you'll uh, be doing this, is a bonus. I think. Correct. Right. Every day I after mean, today is is, is gravy. He's raised a million yeah. in funding, which right. is crazy already. Uh, being how, how old 25. is he? Twenty five. Twenty five. Uh, it turns twenty six in January. Yeah. Yeah. So if this doesn't become the hit, yeah, what he learned from this will make the else. next thing the hit. It's gonna be something else, and everything from today until the future is bonus. Absolutely, it's extra. Well, you guys are very philosophical about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're wise yeah. beyond your years. I mean, with that's it's cool. It's cool. It's the only friend I think I have was building his own company. Ezekiel right. twenty five seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ah, maybe that's a good uh, thing no. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, not today. No. Well, you have my info, and I always invite people to come back. You could send stuff in. I don't need to be there, and we'll put it on. Uh, if your friend later on, if you guys are here for a couple of days, I live in Brooklyn. I could interview him directly if he wanted to or something. Yeah. So you got my info, and that would I'm, be nice. I'm very open. You to have you. the sticker? Yeah. Okay. You have the sticker. Yeah, my Instagram's on there. Awesome. If you want, I could put. I like the name. No longer apart. Well, it was brought. It was. Let me get the sticker. I'll write something on the back. Um. It was developed during the pandemic when everybody was yeah, separated. Yeah. yeah. How, how was the pandemic here? In Belgium, it was crazy. Like people, in in the beginning, the first couple of weeks was like, whoa, man, don't don't come too close. But now I if you look back, every, everywhere if like you look that. back on it, it's like, what the fuck, man? What were we doing? But I think New York for uh, the US was one of the first um, cities to like really try to stop the whole um, spread. No, stop the whole thing of not seeing each other and not ah. not let, uh, letting people enter the city and stuff. I think Just New York on. Airport was in the first airport of the US to let people from other continents get in, right? It might have been. I think yeah. so, not from yeah. Europe, I think. <laughs> well, like, you got to realize, like, everything was empty and people went from completely denying it was happening to completely freaking out that it was happening. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. people were trying to get in the car wearing garbage bags. Really, like no way. some people freaked the fuck <laughs> out. The car. Yeah, the people were trying to get um, into the car, uh, and you know Lysol. <laughs> no. You know Lysol, the spray to make an uh, antibacterial oh, yeah, 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 yeah. shit. Okay. They they open the door and try and throw it in there like a bomb. What the fuck? Like, <sighs> I'm like, you're not spraying me with Lysol, yeah. like, like, because then I'm breathing this shit all my face. Oh, people are crazy. There was a lot of crazy stuff. But there's a lot of crazy people in New York as well, right? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like we, I, I think all of us have been here multiple times, but now it really struck me. Yeah. How many 
fucking wackos <laughs> there are running around here. That's my email in the back. It's okay. no longer a part no NYC yeah. at Gmail. At Gmail. So in case you don't get me on the Instagram, okay. you can email me and I'll see that. Perfect. That would be cool. Healthy photos dealt. Mireille. Wat een Mireille verhalen. foto's gestuurd. Gaan we ook klappen over de Gilet, man? Of het Over Misschien. Nee, die hebben een dozen van nood. Guillermo, ja. Nee, nee, nee. Dat is een cool idee.